What's up, my peeps? Listen to my daddy, the people's preacher. Deuces! <laughs> hey, what's good, friends and family? It's your boy, the people's preacher, and you tune in to another amazing episode of the AV Podcast. First of all, we want to give a big shout out to Jessica Garcia from uh, Redeemed 2020 Ministries. The last time we you we you seen me, we had an amazing time. We were talking about how she was given uh, life in prison. The Lord opened up the doors for her to come home. We talked about prison reforms. We talked about youth homelessness. We talked about what God is doing in her life. And um, so tonight, as we get ready to tell stories and give God glory, we have a special brother in the home house in the home. We got a special brother. Uh, when I think about this brother that I'm about to bring on, I think of longevity. I think of consistency. I think of a man who's been truly re- redeemed by the blood of the lamb. If anyone remembers that saying, this man, I have seen him in season, out of season. I've seen him uh, year after year after year. I believe I met him in early 2000s and the brother's still going on strong for the Lord, regardless of what goes around around him. You can count on brother to be there serving the Lord, serving his church, serving his community. So with no further ado, I'm going to introduce you to one of my brothers in Christ, one of my friends. Give it up for brother, brother from another mother, Jimmy. <laughs> Sincerely, Duran, what's up, my brother? How you doing? Bless. I'm blessed. I just uh, thank you for this opportunity to give God glory tonight. Amen. I always tell people, um, whatever, whatever door God opens, I go through. Amen. Because he opened it for a reason. Amen. So tonight I believe that there's going to be people listening, people watching, maybe just happen to be, uh, um, hearing your podcast and, um, they're going to be touched tonight. Amen. Because it's not going to be us going to be the Holy spirit going forth. Amen. Amen. So I thank you for the opportunity. No problem, man. I hit, I, I was sitting here thinking, like, who could I bring on next? And, you know, and I, I always tell everybody, you want to make God laugh, you tell him your you tell him your plans. Amen. And so the Lord put your name on my heart. I said, I got to bring him in. I, I need him to tell a story. And one of the things I love about your story is, like I said in the intro, is that this brother, uh, I've seen you in season, out of season, year after year after year. I haven't heard you heard, you know, the, the old saying, what happened to Brother Jimmy? Like, I ain't heard that one. I've heard, hey, how's Brother Jimmy doing? Oh, man, he's still, he's doing his ministry. He's still serving the Lord. And uh, one of the things that I tell people is, you know, a lot of people start off well. And they, for some reason, uh, they just don't end up well. They don't finish the race. They, they disqualify themselves or so whatever it may be. But for you, the years I've seen you do ministry, Really, I haven't seen you skip a beat. I've seen you doing, serving the Lord, serving your ministry, uh, serving your your, your wife. Uh, and so we're going to get into your, your story, and we're going to talk about what the Lord has done in your life. But before we go any further, I know you have a scripture on your heart you'd like to share with us today. We, we like to call it our go-tos. Amen. Amen. Just like you said, um, you mentioned plans quite a few times. Amen. And I know that a lot of times when we make our own plans, amen, um, we mess up. You know what I mean? <laughs> we may we may think we're going the right direction, but God has the 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 perfect plan, amen. And I know that we can't go wrong if we listen to what the Lord says, amen. Follow the conviction of the Holy Spirit, Hallelujah. 
Um, we've heard the scripture over and over, but it, it coincides with what you've been saying. In Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you. That's each and every one of you out there, including me. Declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come to and pray to me. I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with your whole heart. Amen. Mm, come on, what a powerful scripture. You know, um, Jeremiah 2011 is something that, you know, you can wear it on your shirt. And you can put it on the wall in your bathroom. But until you really, really get that, like, man, God does have plans for me. And the good thing about it is it's his plan. And, he, and, and I heard somebody say the other day that uh, God has our best interest at hand. He, he wants the best for us. Amen. Amen. Well, again, I want to thank you for coming through. Uh, I know uh, it's not always easy for someone. It seems like this. And I know you know ministry. You know how God works sometimes is uh, what can go wrong sometimes will go wrong. You know, and you get up and you say, okay, tonight I'm going to be on the podcast. And for me, what can go wrong normally goes wrong. So we know that <laughs> we made it here. We made it. So it's time for us to talk about God. It's time for us to share our your story. And again, I want to thank you. Uh, for those who don't know, um, Brother Jimmy has been um, an intercessor for me uh, for many years. Uh, him and my, I guess him and my wife and his wife been tag teaming and praying for me. <laughs> and if anybody knows me, I need, I, I probably can use a whole prayer team, you know, because <laughs> sometimes Dave don't behave. Amen. And so again, uh, uh, so that everyone knows, I want to thank you for all your prayers, your love and support. And, um, I want to thank you for, uh, just, uh, accepting, you know, that, you know, that sometimes God's going to give you stuff and, and even praying for an knucklehead like me. And, and I do appreciate it. Amen. 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 So, so Go ahead, my brother. Anything else you want to talk about? I, I just, uh, I you spoke about um, interceding for you, you know, and, and that's what uh, we want to talk about a little bit. You know, I know a lot of people have a lot of family members that are, that are out there in the world. You know what I mean? And um, they're hurting. Amen. Come on. <laughs> you know, not only the, the, the people that are out there in the world hurting, but the people that are still in the church, they're hurting for their families. Amen. Mm, come on. You want to see them. Um, be those knuckleheads like like we used to be amen there, there's a picture you can probably see it in the back okay um in jamestown uh d25076 was my number so if somebody knows about uh, the correctional system they know that d20 uh, d25076 was about 1984 when i went to prison um and i was running from god i was running from god just like like uh, i had shared with you earlier um Somebody came and they told me about the Lord and, and what he could do for my life when I was 13 years old. And I jumped on it, you know, in tears, you know. Uh, they told me about the love of Christ and what he did and, you know, and and how I would be forgiven for all my sins, even though I hadn't done that many sins at the age of 13, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was out there, you know. But um, I I experienced uh, uh, some things in my life, you know, and, and, and I said, and he told me about the love of God and I, I just, I fell in love with the Lord at the time, you know, and mm -hmm. I wanted that, you know, and at 13, I said, yes, you know, I started going to Victory Temple on St. Louis street, 1976. 
Um, so some of you weren't even born yet. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but 1976, I remember um, going, hearing Pastor Sonny uh, Argenzoni Sr. Um, preach the gospel. I remember um, they, they had a group called Barrios for Christ. Um, it was it was led by uh, um, Pastor Ray Torres, powerful man of God. Amen. You know, got launched out and established uh, many ministries, you know, raised up many powerful men of God. You know, um, I, I developed a strong relationship with son Randy, um, who they're both, um, you know, in the with the Lord now. But um, we see people that that have um, established many ministries, you know, in the faith, you know, and and um, uh, I thank God, like like you said, we're still here, you know. So for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Got to keep on going. Amen. <laughs> but um, just know, just knowing that back in 1976, it was different, you know. It was different, but um, I'll go ahead and let you share a little bit as we as we continue. Hey, Amen. You know what? Uh, I think we can. Um, I can piggyback off off of that. Talk to us a little bit about prayer, and how prayer in a in a in a in a believer's life is so important, not only for the loss, but the the. You said you said two things earlier, and I really want to capitalize on that right now. You said not only praying for the lost, but praying for those that are in the in the faith that are struggling, not struggling, but are hurting because they're seeing their unsaved loved ones. How, how have you seen God use prayer to bring people to know the Lord and also to comfort those that are believing? So we'll go with the first one. You know, you got a lot of people in the, in the household of faith that are been serving the Lord and they're hurting because they're seeing their unsaved loved ones just destroying themselves. Mm-hmm. And how how does one uh, pray for that? How how can we comfort the those that are that are uh, going through that through prayer mm-hmm. and interceding? Amen. Well, the, there's a um, a term that I like to use. Um, I say we gotta pray or we gotta fight for people that can't fight for themselves. Amen. And um, I I know at one time when see that guy sat, uh, standing right there in the prison yard behind me, <laughs> I was only uh, like 23, 24 years old and um at that time but i remember wanting to serve god wanting a way out but i was wearing that mask you know i would pray at night you know and i i believe i surely believe that somebody was praying for me at that time because i i know that i've seen evidence of you know like uh results amen like the word of god says the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous person avails much it's powerful it avails much. It hits home. Amen. And I know that without a shadow of a doubt that a lot of my prayers I've seen, um, I've even had things on my heart, you know, like, man, little things, you know, little things. And um, they came to pass. I don't even have to tell anybody. I go like, wow, Lord, you're a trip. <laughs> you know, Amen. God is a detailed God. He works behind the scenes. Even when, you, when you're not seeing him move, um, when, when, when we're praying, you know, believing that it's taking place, knowing that God is moving because uh, his word is true and he's not a liar. He is going to move on your behalf according to his will. And I know that I always tell people, we're going to pray for your family member. We're going to pray for that loved one that you've been praying for. And I know that sometimes prayers aren't answered because um, we're praying against what God's truly, uh, what his will is for, for us in our life. Mm. But 
this is according to the will of God. The word of God says that he wills that none should perish and that all should come to the knowledge of a saving grace. So that loved one, that person that you've been fighting for, that's according to the will of God Amen. that that person gets saved. It's up to them, of course, to make the decision to say yes. Amen. They can still continue to run, but they're definitely going to sense the, the conviction of the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit's going to be knocking on that door. Just like uh, uh, Revelations 3.20 says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Mm. If anyone hears my voice and opens up that door, I will come in and I will sup with him and 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 you will, I will sup with him and he with me. So God's going to move if we pray and if we believe. Amen. Mm. But a lot of times we go, we come in the house and uh, we're praying and we're praying repetitively and um, we're not really believing like, okay, I'll pray, but I don't know if it's really going to happen. You know, it's just like, I remember hearing a, um, a preacher say uh, they had a, a, a miracle service on a Friday night and it was raining. It was, it was actually, it wasn't raining. They're, they went to go pray for rain and all the people came, you know, they're all hyped up. Yeah. We're going to have prayer night tonight. We're going to, you know, believe for miracles. And uh, the pastor got up behind the pulpit and he says, okay, we're going to start to pray for rain because, you know, the crops are dying and everything like that. And it's a drought. He says, now, how many of us brought our umbrella? And the pastor pulled out his umbrella and opened it up. Not one of those people brought an umbrella. You're going to pray for rain, but you're not bringing your umbrella. Something's wrong. Amen. Mm. We got to believe what we're praying. Amen. If you're going to go and, and, and believe, that for your family family member to be saved, amen, you got to believe it. We don't have to go and yell at them and say, you know what, you better turn or burn, I said. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. you better get left, you know, you better get right before you get left. Come on. Uh, <laughs> put them in God's hands, amen. Put them in God's hands and allow God to do what he's going to do, and he will. I know I fought for, uh, you guys probably know my, my sister, Luann. Uh, she's been in the ministry for forever, too, amen. Um, I remember running from God. We both got saved at that young age on 1976. And um, we both ran from God. And and uh, I remember fasting and praying for her. And uh, I, I asked God, Lord, even if she has to go to jail or do, do something, you know, put her in that place where she has to turn to you. Those are so those old she, school. Those are those old school prayers, huh? <laughs> I, I remember yeah. back. I remember back in the days, my mom used to pray. I hope that she gets shot and and I hope that she gets goals. And I was like, good God, don't, you know what? Don't pray for me. Don't pray for me. But that was the prayer. Those were the kind of prayers that I would hear like in the 80s and 90s. Mm -hmm. My my dad used to pray his homeboys would uh, would uh, would uh, end up in the hospital. OD. He goes, if he even has to OD and end up in the hospital, Lord, if he has to end up going to jail, Lord. And I'm just like, oh, snaps. Like. But amen, go on. I, I just, it just, wow. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's the that, way that, desperate that, people pray, I guess, you know? That's exactly what happened, you know? And and um, my sister ended up uh, standing before the judge with a a, a six-year six joint suspended. If anybody knows about the court system, um, getting a, a joint suspended, it's an automatic. It's just like, okay, you get to get out for a little bit, but you're going to mess up. So you're going to end up doing that six years anyways. So she fell for the okie doke and said yes. <laughs> uh -huh. But then somebody from a Victorite woman's home, uh, Boyle Heights, came and spoke on her behalf and said, you know what, can she come into the home? So she got court committed. She went to the home, ended up redeveloping her relationship with the Lord that she had lost. 
and God reestablished that covenant. Amen. Before you know it, she was she was running the home. Mm, she became on. the home director. Later on, found her husband, you know, and, and they began to uh, run the men's home. And then they ran the women's home again. So it was like a, a span of like 15 years. Wow. But she's still in ministry. Amen. Um, mm. She's not at Boy Heights anymore. She, she's actually in, in Compton um, with Victor Outreach. Um, where, wherever she goes, you know, she's always blessed, you know. But um, she, she'll tell you that I fought for her. Mm, Amen. I fought, I fought for her daughter. You know, I fought for my brother. And they're all serving God now. Ooh, I fought for on. my sister. I remember telling her, um, man, telling her about the Lord. And she says, you know, I, um, my parents were Catholics. I was raised a Catholic. We were raised a Catholic. I'm going to die a Catholic, she says, you know. Oh, and then one day she comes up to me and she had something behind her back. She goes, Amy, I got to tell you something. I go, what's that? And she pulls out a Bible. And I figure she's giving it, giving it to me as a gift, you know. All right. Just give Jimmy a Bible because <laughs> yeah. we know he's a Christian. So. I'm thinking, well, well, I actually have a bunch of them, you know? And um, she goes, no, it's mine. Ooh, and that was the most hard-headed, stubborn sister that I had, you know? Not not mm -hmm. Lulu, but my older sister, Terry. Um, and I, I, I get a little bit uh, uh, choked up because we just uh, she just passed away on mm -hmm. September the 3rd on her birthday wow. um, to Kobe. But um, thing is that I know where she's at. Come on. I know where she's at because she says, you know what? I've been going to church for like three months at that time. This is like over 20 some years ago. Um, so she continued to serve God. And I remember she would text me every day, inbox me, you know, and and um, we would exchange stuff just to glorify God, you know. And knowing that that I, had, I played a part in something like that, it, somebody's salvation is, you know, it's big. It, it's it, it's priceless. Amen. Mm -hmm. So that that's why I said I have a heart for people. You know, they can't fight for themselves, and and if I can fight for them, Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for the opportunity. Amen. One of the things is uh, I had sent you an email, and you said uh, it says uh, my testimony is I fight for those who can't fight for themselves, and I I'm thinking, okay, uh, what does that mean? What is he going to tell me? What is he going to tell me? One of the things that I love about what you said, you said uh, I fought with prayer. Prayer was your weapon of choice, not Amen. you need to turn or burn. You need to get your checkup from the neck up. You're going to get you better get right before you get left. And I think sometimes as believers, uh, we can get frustrated. We can get mm -hmm. um, we can say, man, this person's not getting better. They're getting worse, Lord. It seems like the more I go forward for God, the more they go backwards. And uh, what motivated you all those years, like you said, fighting for loved ones? fighting for the church loved ones, what motivated you to stay so like, I don't want to say positive vibes because I don't believe in that, but what made you stay on course? Because sometimes <clears throat> as Christians, we tend to want to do God's job. We want to <laughs> fix people. We want to tell people how it is. And, and I'm just telling them what the Bible says, brother. But it, the spirit is bad. The attitude mm. is bad. Julia. What advice could you give to people that are in your position fighting for their loved ones, fighting for their uh, for uh, friends and family? You know, for me, I I've been I've been around a quick minute and it seems like people just get worse. And I'm like, yeah. Lord, I'm praying for this guy. And it seems like every time I pray for him, he gets worse. What are some what are something you can say to encourage those that maybe, you know what? I ain't going to pray for that guy no more. You know what? I'm done praying for this guy. What are some words 
that you can give, you know, not so much based on experience or I, I don't know, man, but there, I'm sure there's somebody out there that's in your position. Well, uh, like my sister, uh, Lulu's daughter, um, Margaret, she tells people, she says, you know what, Matthew Jimmy used to come. I don't know how he used to find me. I used to find her in motels, you know, um, just the Holy Spirit would just direct me, you know, and I would find her and, and she said she was at her worst, you know, and, and it was killing me to see one of my, my babies, my niece, you know, out there in the world, you know, doing drugs and meth and, um, and she told me, she says part of her testimony now is saying that my Theo Jimmy fought for me, but he never judged me. He just kept on, he just kept on loving me kept on telling me how much the Lord loved me. And, and, um, that sticks, it sticks in my heart. Um, uh, what she, when she said that, because she says, you know what, I never judged her. And I I'm careful to do that to people, you know, like I don't want to judge people, you know, I'm not their judge, you know, that's between them and God, whatever they do, if they're sticking a needle in their arm, they're sticking a needle arm. I'm still going to love them. Amen. If they're out there messing up, you know, I, I'll, I'll bring correction, you know, don't get me wrong. I'll tell them, Hey, you know what? I don't, I, I don't I do not condone what you're doing, you know what I mean? But that's between you and God. You know, I just pray that God deliver you from it, you know. I love you. I'm gonna continue to love you, but I'm gonna continue to press in and amen. fight for you in the name of Jesus that God will reveal to you himself. Amen. And then and you will surrender to the Lord. And that's what they do, you know. I'm an evangelist, so that's I, I I'm a like a pit bull on a pork chop when it comes Ooh. to salvation. Amen. Come on, come on. Um, one of the other things that uh, you put in your, um, as you send me some of the topic is uh, seizing every opportunity in Christ. Um, yeah. As a Christian, the Bible tells us to be ready in season, out of season. And then eventually, uh, and again, uh, in the end of the, uh, the scripture, it speaks about doing the work and evangelist. So what we want to do now is we want to kind of um, talk a little bit about your ministry. Uh, first thing I want to do is... Uh, the name Jimmy Sincerely Duran. I know Jimmy Duran is your name. Uh, how did you come up with the word since uh, the name Sincerely? Like, talk to well, us a little bit about that. Amen. So uh, everybody knows who our Blahos is. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and um, when I first started, well, I've always I've always sung, you know. Um, but um, there's a song. It's by the Moonglows. Um, it was actually written in 1957 by a man uh, named Harvey Fakwa of a group, a group called the Moonglows. Uh, it's a doo-wop, and everybody always tells me, they come up to me, they, they make me feel old because they say, oh, my, that was my grandmother's favorite song. <laughs> they always do. That was my grandpa's favorite you song, know, you know. My guy. <laughs> but um, it's just an old song, but everybody loves it, you know, and it's called Sincerely. Oh, okay. So, um Everybody knew me by the by that song sincerely, and our Blahos started calling me. He starts, and every time he seen me, he says, hey, "What's up, brother?" Sincerely, and it stuck. Before you know it, I think um, Jeremy Espinoza in El Sereno was the first one to put it on a t-shirt, on a on a <laughs> okay. and on a flyer. But we're having Jimmy sincerely at our church. Jimmy sincerely, what's that? <laughs> Shout out so to, just, to Jeremy Espinoza. Yeah, and and um, but um, um, our Blahos, he'll, he'll tell you, he says, yeah, I gave, I, I named Jimmy sincerely. So. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm, it, yeah, I'm always, me that. I'm always fascinated with people's nicknames. I always tell people like every nickname has a story, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm always fascinated to know that where, because uh, you know, like 
people have some crazy, crazy uh, stories. But okay, Jimmy, sincerely, take us yeah. back to that moment where um, I know that uh, you have a ministry where you minister in oldies. Um, you you say you know you are, you don't you don't say you're evangelist. You are an evangelist. Take us back to that moment when, where you fell in love with music, where you knew, you know what, because I, I, I'm sure it was in the world, but when did you know that you were going to sing? When did you fall in love with music and say, you know what, I'm going to do oldies and, and I'm going to sing? Well, I, I've always loved music. You know, I've always sang. You know, I remember singing um, Daddy's Home to my mom when I was like 10. You know what I mean? Mm. But um, we used to have a, a little... A, a little kickback where we used to go, me and my friends, and not homeboys, but friends that lived in the neighborhood in the barrio. But um, we just sing like uh, heat wave songs, you know, always and forever, things like that. But um, it wasn't till till later. It was always there, but it, there was a man. Uh, a lot of people know him, uh, Chaplain Felipe Candelas. Um, he was. He actually came into my life when when there was a transition. Well, we went back to the mother church. Um, uh, was a good reason, but um, it was a, a a God a God set up type of thing, you know. Because I I had I had did the men's home. I I, I directed the men's home for over a year for about a year. Gave a commitment to direct the men's home in Azusa. Um, I was a youth leader for you know when we first started the gang. Um, the gang first started, I was one of the, the, the main youth leaders in the city of Duarte and then Azusa. And um, so I did that for over 11, over 11 years. And I, I would sing, but I would sing like John Gibson songs. Life has got you down. <laughs> Things like that, you know, other songs that, you know, Christian Christian music. But um, I always loved oldie. So when I was growing up, I used to flip the words as I was singing them, I would just be singing to the Lord in, in my backyard and I would just change the words that I was singing them. And um, I never thought that I would write them down and record them um, until Felipe kept kept um, telling me, he goes, I, I told him, I go, you know, Felipe, I, I sing, I, I changed two songs. I changed Sincerely and Pledging My Love. Mm. So we had a group where both counselors, he actually got me a full scholarship to become a drug and alcohol counselor state of California. Um, and um, God used Felipe in, in a, a lot of different ways to bring a lot out of me that I didn't even know was there, you know, and that was one thing where I said, seizing the, every opportunity, you know, mm. and um, I say that because Felipe started telling all these pastors, hey, Jimmy's a Christian oldie singer. I kept on saying, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. And then before you know it, pastors were calling me all over, you know, Hey, can you come to my church and sing, you know, just sing a couple of songs and, you know, and, and booking me for car shows and doing this, you know. So um, before you know it, you know, I was just Jimmy Duran, you know, yeah. uh, going out and singing. And then after eventually became Jimmy Sincerely, um, then all these pastors started telling me, you need to make a CD, brother. Ooh, you need to make on. a CD. And I started saying, no, 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 because <laughs> I had learned to become a humble person, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you come in, you come into the into the the into the church. You're still bragging from, you know, I'm this and that. You know, I'm big and bad. And you know, you know, you're so night out for big bad happy valley gang. And yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but then God teaches you. You know, He humbles you. Come on. You know, He chips away at that hard heart. And I had learned to become more humble. You know, and and meek. 
And then he started tell, uh, using other people to tell me, hey, you know what? You should go out and sing. You should go and record a, a CD and you should go out and, and you know, and, and uh, get booked all over this place. Your music's going to play on the radio. I would have never thought that. Mm, I would have never thought that because I, I didn't want to be in the forefront, you know? I just wanted to, to help um, change people's lives. And and um, I didn't know that it was God using Felipe to pull it out of me. Amen. Because since, was it, it's been about 16 years now that I've been singing professionally. And um, after after we um, recorded the, the CD, you know, it, it's been playing. I, I know that... Um, the first time that it played on, on mainstream radio, it was in, wow. in Riverside. DJ Angel Baby from uh, Radio Aslan, 88.3 in Redlands. And um, he played it. Then after you hear it on Z-Mix Radio up north, and then I hear that it's playing like in Texas. And then after, uh, you know, um, other people are listening to it on the radio as they're driving, they said, I'm like, what? You know, I... <laughs> I, I never heard my music playing live like that, except for when uh, Angel Baby would call me and tell me I'm going to play your music tonight, you know, yeah, and, yeah. Um, things like that. But um, it's played all over the world. You know, people, uh, you know, friend me like you were talking about, you know, I have so many, I have the, the max on, on Facebook, 5,000 friends, you know, um, on Facebook, don't even know only about a hundred of them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> me too. My wife's like, who's this girl? I'm like, I don't know who she is. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that too, you know, but, but, um, it's just for the music, you know, people, people like the music and, but, um, people come up to me and just yesterday, a guy told me, he says, you know, Jimmy, he goes, I've known your music for, for many years, but it's a trip. He says, I, I just want to thank you, you know, and it touches me, you know, because he says, I just want to thank you that you took the time to do what you're doing. You continue to do what you're doing. Cause I heard from, you know, heard of you a long time ago and you're still doing it, Jimmy, you're still out there. Just like you, like you said, you know, and it's nothing, it's nothing um, to toot my horn or anything like that. I just know what I got to do and I just keep on doing it, you know? And um, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Officer and a Gentleman. Um, there's a part where, where Lou Gossett, the, the DI is yelling at Richard Gere you know, I'm going to, I'm going to put in your, your, I'm going to put in your discharge, you know, I'm going to put in your discharge. I'm, I'm gonna, you're going to get out of a, you're going to, you're going to get out of the military. He kept on saying, no, you can't. So he kept on doing push-ups or sit-ups. He's doing sit-ups and doing sit-ups. He's yelling, I'm going to get your DO, your, your DOR. I'm going to get your DOR. And he says, no, you can't. He goes, why not? He says, because I have nowhere else to go. I know that I can't go back. Mm, come on. I have nowhere else to go. Come on. Except any word that God opens up the door. Amen? Amen. Why? Because I don't like the person I used to be. I Amen. still remember him. Amen. I remember him well. I remember that guy that's, that's standing behind me in the on the TV right there. Mm. I remember what I did to get to that prison. I was an extremely violent person. But God changed my life, and I thank Ooh, him for that. Come on. And people say, you know what? How is it that you're able to stand? I go, because I'm grateful. Amen. Amen. I'm grateful. I am grateful for what God is. I, I don't deserve. I still deserve to be that guy right there. I deserve to be that guy right there. Still locked up. Still locked up. People say, well, I didn't do what I did. I go, yeah, I, I admit it. I did what I did. 
I picked up a gun and used, you know, used it on people and, and ended up in prison. You know, I thank God that by his mercy, because um, the, the initial sentencing that they wanted to give me, I should not even be out now. Wow. You know, they're talking about like hundreds of years, wow. but I took a plea bargain. Amen. <laughs> thank God for, for plea bargains. Amen. All right. Got a bunch of charges dismissed. I actually fought um, life in prison three separate times in my life, you know, but um, by the grace of God, I ended up only doing like five, you know, five and a half years, four and a half years, you know, I paroled in 1988 of October and um, God just took the will. And, and you said um, you never seen me slip or fall or whatever, but um, there was a point four and a half years. I was back out there in the world. Mm. I was back out there in the world and, and, um, I remember um, always just wanting to, to to serve God, but I just, I don't know why I was, you know, I was out there. This is like over 20 some years ago, you know, but, um, but since then, you know, I just continue to serve God and, and um, cause I don't want to go backwards. I don't want to lose, you know, what God's given me, but most of all, I, I don't, I don't want to, the, the, the Bible says, should we continue to sin that way? Grace may abound more. But it says, God forbid, lest we nail Jesus back to the cross. Mm, come on. And that hurts me to think that I would ever displease my father that gave me everything when I didn't deserve anything, you know. Mm. And um, and I see people that, that are hurting. And I, when I was in prison, I couldn't even fight for myself, like I said. I couldn't fight for myself. That was actually... People say, Jimmy, did you go through the men's home? I tell them, no, my men's home was a prison. I learned how to, I learned how to fight in prayer. I actually learned how to really fight in prayer. I fasted for 40 days. You know, I remember that, you know, seeking after God. And I remember um, getting baptized in the Holy Spirit, you know, and um, him uh, shower, uh, just showering me in the shower with his spirit and just tongues came out. It just started coming out. I couldn't stop for like a month. I just always just like that to keep it low and people are going like, what are you doing? You're talking to yourself. <laughs> it just, it, it's like, like what you say, the, the old school, it happened. It happened to me. And I was, mm. I experienced those things. And, and a lot of times when I pray, I go, Lord, I pray that you move like the way the days of old, Lord God, when we could walk into a room where, where people would sense the anointing of your spirit and just fall, Lord God, you know? Because God's power, you know, it's immeasurable. You know, I know that if it's full power to be here, we all be laid out. <laughs> Come on. God, God is holy. Amen. But I know that there is power in prayer, bro, because uh, I'm a product of someone's prayer. Amen. Amen. Prayer. amen. So you, we talked, uh, you talked a lot about your testimony. And like I told you, man, I'm like, there's a structure that I try to keep. But sometimes it's just like, you know what, Lord, whatever you want to do. Wherever you mm -hmm. want to go. Um, so uh, I always like to ask this question, you know, and uh, I know it's uh, I usually like to ask it in the beginning. But, um, you know, during this last couple of years, you know, we've went through a lot. Quarantine and coronavirus and elections and vaccines and just a bunch of things. You know, the church with the, you know, the first time in my whole life that you couldn't walk into a church, you know. Um, yeah. What are some of the things that uh, you feel that you've learned or that God showed you um, um, in the last couple of years? What were some of the big lessons or a lesson that you could say, man, you know, 
God used coronavirus. God used the pandemic. God used the you know the all this to to show me something. What are something Amen. that you you might have learned? So I I do know that that one thing that is was heavy on my heart is because a lot of people begin to fear. You know, a lot of people begin to fear. And I remember at a, a point I was like, man, everybody's dying around me, man. Everybody's dying around me. And I started that fear tried to grip me. And I'm going, then I had to really think, I'm like, what am I afraid of? For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. This is just an opportunity for us to be able to get into people's houses because um, before a lot of people wouldn't come out to church. Amen. They still aren't coming out to church right now, but they're watching the uh, they're watching things like this podcast and um, you know the Zoom meetings, things like that. They're they're um, I would do concerts during uh, COVID, you know, online, you know, and um, I, I w- there was still being salvations being made. Amen. People were asking for prayer, and um, so I know that that I learned a big thing is that God's still going to move. You can't stop Him. Amen. God opened up an opportunity for you somehow. Amen. There goes that word again, opportunity, seize the opportunity. But um, fear, fear, fear was one thing that it, it, it's actually big right now. It, it It's big because they're talking about like the end of the world with Russia and, mm-hmm. you know, everybody else um, uh, possibly getting involved and the gas prices going high. What if you lose your job? Um, You know, how are you going to pay for things? And I know that brings a lot of fear because it, it, it's um, people's livelihoods, you know, are at yeah. stake. But at the same time, hey, if I die, I know where I'm going. Mm, come on. You know? If I die, I know where I'm going. And um, I'm confident in that because God already promised my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Amen. Um, I just continue to pray for my family, my, my, uh, my children, my grandchildren. Amen. I got a grip of grandchildren. <laughs> I remember <laughs> I remember how many, like 13, I think. And, oh, wow. Uh, but, um, they all, but they all know what the grandpa's about. Amen. They all know, even when situations hit, um, where there was physical attacks, somebody said they were going to shoot up my daughter's house oh, and wow. they didn't care if had kids in there. I got all my kids in a circle. I, me, myself, I was thinking, uh, the, um, my own name was Night Owl. Mm. The Night Owl was right there and I knew how to handle it. I was just going to go in their house, handle the business. There was an extra neighbor. I mean, I know how to handle those business, you know, that business, you know, how to stop that, you know, but I handled it different. I took all my grandkids in the next room. The, um, there was three, three of my little grandkids and they were crying because there was a bunch of uh, people outside and I, and I go, let's, we're going to pray. So I'm praying and, and, um, I'm I'm getting fierce in my prayers, you know, and the kids are looking at me like they call me dada. Go, dada, what's your, what's going on? Yeah. I go, we're praying to God. And um my my grandson, he's he's 10 right now, uh, Nathan, he says, Dada, what is this gonna do? Prayer, what is that gonna do? I go, we just gotta know God's listening. Mm, come on. God and God's gonna move. Watch. And I go, God. My grandson's listening, Lord. <laughs> He's watching, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I'm bragging about you, Lord. And um, you know, and I remember um all of a sudden we're praying, and all of a sudden you just see like lights on the windows, which was a grip of cops. The cops came and I go, Nathan, 
did God move? And he looks at me and goes, yeah, he did, Dada. He did. Ooh, powerful, man. So, and there was a couple of times that happened where I had to pray and, and um, I got them and, and they learned, even though I pray that, that they continue, I, I know that they'll continue to, to remember because I'm going to keep on telling them about it, you know? Amen, amen. Um, um, just uh, let them know that prayer works, amen, and, and that God's listening to us. But, um, amen. I think I kind of got off, but I just remember no, 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 that no, one. No. I, I think it's, uh, I think uh, the greatest thing we can do as parents, and I'm not a grandpa yet, but the greatest thing we could do is leave that legacy of Jesus, you know, and imparting it to the generation that's either behind us or with us and showing people, look at, I'm going to show you how good God is. I'm going to pray and God's going to move. And uh, the, these people that see, us put our faith in God and, and put our trust in God. It builds them like, oh man, I remember when my grandfather, when my uncle, when my nephew, when my mom, my dad would put their faith in Christ and God would move. Powerful yeah. thing. That's the legacy I think we all want to leave. I mean, most people, they want to leave houses and cars and jewelry and stocks and bonds and 401ks and insurance plans and policies. But the greatest excuse me, the greatest legacy we can leave is Jesus. Because when all that's not working for you, you can count on Jesus regardless. And, you know, and I tell people, you know, the last couple of years, we've learned that we ain't in control. And we learned that what can go wrong will go wrong. And at the end of the day, like you said, all you had was prayer. All you had was your trust in God. And, and all you knew was, hey, if I die, glory. I'm, I'm, I'm with the Father. And so, and I tell people, you know, like coronavirus, if you want, if you would allow it to and media, social media put fear on you, it would have. And like yep. I tell people, even me and my wife, one time we were laying in bed and this happened one time and the Lord spoke to both of us. It was crazy. We were sitting there and we were going back and forth, back and forth. This person's died. This person's sick. This, 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 this. And we're just constantly, for about five minutes, we were just going back and forth looking at the, the screen on our phone, just all up on the screen. And then we both looked at each other like, no, 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 no. The spirit of fear was starting to creep yeah. and get on us. And we were like, oh, no, 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 no. And so, you know what, Lord, we're not going to let this get in our house. You know, because like you, you, like you were showing, like you were explaining to me right now, it's these guys are looking at us. The unbelievers, the believers, our children, our nephews, our nieces, your, your grandkids. What is dad going to do when all hell's breaking loose? What is dad going to do when he loses his job? There's no finances. Um, when someone's sick, when someone's dying, what are we going to do? And I think that we can preach a good word and we can talk the talk because some of us are good. got that gift to gab. But, right. when, but when the rubber meets the road. People are like, I'm going to see what this guy's about. Let me see if that Jesus is real that he's talking about. And uh, right. like you said, I, I, you did what you knew. I, you know what, Lord? I'm going to pray. I'm going to believe you that you're going to turn this situation around. And regardless of who showed up and took care of business, we know it was you, Lord. And so, amen. So <clears throat> let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, uh, maybe we could talk a little bit about how difficult it is to raise children in this generation. You know, you got grandkids. Yeah. 
that are probably the same age as my kids. What are some of the things that you're, uh, we, I know you're teaching um, <clears throat> them how to pray. Um, what are some, um, some like encouraging words uh, or some advice you can give to uh, those that uh, have kids and they're, and uh, man, it's so different nowadays. You know, when we were coming up, the biggest things were gangs and drugs. Yep. And I tell my kids, man, you're dealing with uh, you got kids at school talking about they want to be girls and they're boys, transgender, uh, uh, all kind of crazy horoscopes. Um, and I was like, I told my daughter, I said, man, maybe joining a gang ain't such a bad idea no more, you know? I mean, <laughs> because of the things that these kids are facing, the identity issues, the, the um, you know, like, I don't need God uh, generation. You know, I can do it by myself. You know, all the knowledge and wisdom is at the fingertips. Like, I tell people, back in the days, when I first got saved, it would take hours to do, like, a 10-minute sermon because you had to read books and you had to write mm-hmm. everything down. And nowadays, copy-paste it. You're ready to go. Um, <laughs> right. Know, it's so... It's, and the sad part is there's so much information. People are so confused because they're hearing it from, like, 20 different areas. But uh, what are some things you can... Uh, you can share with us about um, how to prepare our children to to go out and conquer. Uh, what are you doing with your grandchildren? What are some of the things that you're doing? Because I know you got grown kids, so maybe with the grandkids nowadays, what are you doing to help them conquer? Well, just like like I said, just being an example. You know what I mean, it's got to be an example because at that young age, a lot they they don't understand. You know. They can hear you say things, but they're used to um, being lied to. You know, even at that young age, or you used to be being lied to. You know, okay, um, if you're good, I'll go. I'll give you this, and then they never get it. Amen. <laughs> so why should I believe them? You know, they just tell me a bunch of lies. You know, I remember my dad telling us he was taking us to uh, Marine Land when, when it was still open, and I remember him. He drove in the parking lot, and he drove right out. He said, "You can never, never tell me I didn't take you." Was, but and that was real too. <laughs> He really did us like that. But um, I know my dad loved us. He, he was just a joker. But um, when you hear things like that, you know, and, and your your uh, promises are broken, it, um, you can tell you can tell me anything, but I'll believe you when I see it. Amen. Mm-hmm. When as far as like an example, like like what you, you had mentioned, you know, uh, people are watching us, you know, therefore we are. We are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses, amen? Those witnesses aren't only in heaven. They're right here. They're little kids, amen, watching what are you going to do, you know, when somebody cuts you off in traffic? What are you going to do when when somebody uh, gets in your face at the market and this little face is looking up at you, dada, you know? <laughs> what are you going to do, you know? Um, that that old man still wants to come out, you know? Mm-hmm. The old man still wants to come out. But, you know, um, you can teach them, you know, that, you know, tell them, you know, scriptures, things like that. But at the same time, they're going to see your life. And that's the Bible that they're going to read. Mm, amen. Come on. Come on. Yes. Amen. Amen. That's the Bible they're going to read. You know, um, you can tell me, you know, don't, don't tell me, show me. You mm, know what I mean? Come on. And I think that's, that's where I've seen life, you know, and um, most effective, you know, is, far as like like I said, my niece told me my my Theo didn't give up on me and he never judged me. Mm. You know, I never judged her. 
Um, I know that she knew that what she was doing was wrong. I mean, but at the same time, um, she knew that I wasn't going to give up on her just because she was doing wrong, you know? Amen. Same thing with my grandkids, you know? They could be little monsters at times, you know? Yeah, amen. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I still love them, you know? And, you know, yeah, and just uh, my birthday was uh, on Saturday. I just oh. turned 50. Happy birthday, know, and, happy birthday, eh? Come on. Thank you. And 59, I don't, I don't think I was going to live to be that long, you know? <laughs> Um, is 59 the new 40 i don't know that's what that's what somebody had just told me you know this new 30 man <laughs> i don't know but uh um, being, know you're that. almost 60 years old uh honestly i tell people when you're serving the lord you never feel you never feel your age i mean you do a little bit in certain areas but <laughs> you know like you know you, you don't got the, you got a little pep in your step but you don't got like you used to you know you need a little help sometimes a little caffeine <clears throat> But um, God does actually keep us young, you know, in a sense, you know. Um, talk to us a little bit about how God has kept you. How does God keep someone like you energized, fired up, consistent? You know, like you said, you know, yeah, you had your, we have our troubles, our ups and our downs. But what is the main, what are some of the ingredients in your longevity as a Christian? How were you able to keep a pep in your step? How were you able to go in season, out of season, do the ministries, do the outreaches, do the Bible studies, serve the Lord, serve the church, serve your grandkids, serve your wife. And just serving the wifey is, we all know, is just is a ministry by itself. What are some yeah. of the ingredients that you can say, you know what, these are the things that have kept me on track and kept me going forward so, n number one i like i said before i'm grateful but i'm grateful because god's proven himself Ooh, you know on. he's proven himself throughout the prayer he's he's proven himself by by seeing us through situations amen answering prayer um and you, you talked about um loving your wife amen just uh the marriage thing i tell people because i you know what i'm doing um uh, marriage seminars, I tell them, I go, you know, one thing that I learned is if I honor my wife, I'm honoring God. Mm, if I dishonor on. my wife, I dishonor God. Hey Amen. You know what? Let's park there for a minute. You said when I'm dishonoring my wife, I'm dishonoring God. The next man will say, how does that mean make any sense? You're not doing it to God. But you're saying I'm honoring my wife. What does it mean to honor your wife unto the Lord? Because that's what you're, we're doing. How do we honor our wives? Um, because you know I've been I've been married 12 years and I don't know anything. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm still learning. How long you been? You know, first of all, how long you been married to your your wifey, your love? And we, we've uh, been together going on 25 years. Okay. And we we got married. Um, it's going on May nineteenth. It'll be twenty. Oh, okay. Married almost twenty years. Did she? And, uh, um, did she? Did you say I love you first, or she did? <laughs> Who cares? It happened. <laughs> <laughs> How did you? Know. Did you win her yeah. over with the song or something? <laughs> yeah, I said, I, go, "I love you for so many reasons." 
Oh, I love you. <laughs> Amen. Come on, I, I almost got. <laughs> I, I forgot. I was, I was. Hey, but um. Oh, so I, talk, I gotta should have put on my hat. Oh, huh? my bad. You gotta wear the hat. <laughs> A lot of people don't tell me they don't recognize me unless I have my hat on. You know what's crazy is they got this new thing called I don't know if you you know like catfish people catfish one another, you know like when they they, they put a fake picture on their profile, and then you find out they're not that person. It's called catfish, right? They got one that's called hatfish now, because some the girl goes the girl goes man that guy looks so cute in that hat when he took it off he was all like err. Anyways, I just thought I said so. Talk to us a little bit about to those guys like me that don't know nothing. They still bumping their heads, still messing around, messing up, not messing around. Um, they really love their wives. What are some ways that you feel like you can honor that we can learn from you, Jimmy, sincerely, how to honor our wives as we honor the Lord and how they really go one hand in hand? Because you said it. So I want to know. <laughs> well, of course, you have to keep it. Um, keep it biblical. Amen. Number one, keep it biblical. If it, if I, I heard, I heard a pastor in a in a marriage seminar many years ago. He said, "If mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy." So you got to keep your wife happy. But I thought in the back of my mind, well, show me that in the Bible, <laughs> because if she's if she's throwing a fit, if she's being worldly and getting in the flesh, how is that gonna, you know? So that I'm not talking about that. Just you know, making your wife happy to be happy, you know. Um, so that way everything will be peaceful, you know, because you still got to stand up for your morals. You still got to um, stand up for the Lord. You know, um, but don't don't degrade her. Amen. Build her up. I, I purposely tell my wife um, how beautiful she is. You know, I only have eyes for her. Amen. And I purposely uh, a lot of people see me when they go to my events. My wife's with me and I do that purposely. Amen. Because I know that. um Devil can make me look handsome, amen. <laughs> um, when I'm out there, because there's a lot of women, amen. Yeah, there's a lot of women. So I purposely take my wife out there and I'm gonna give the devil a chance, amen. Come on, you know. I know uh my wife, my wife calls me. Um, she says, I heard stories about you when you're younger. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I, I was all over, you know. I was one of those guys, you know. I was and I used to use my voice, you know, to sing, you know, and you know, but um just like the oldies and things like that to flirt. I was a big flirt, you know, and, but um, I'm not that person anymore. Amen. I, God gave me that one wife. I'm, I'm going to honor that. Amen. And um, I don't want to do anything to, to disrespect my wife. I don't want to do anything to disrespect my God or to put a blemish on, on the, the ministry itself. Amen. Because many men have fallen. Amen. Because mm, they go, you know, they go alone out there and, and um, they always want to say, you know what? Um, I'm the man, so you got to listen to me. But no, it, it's it's a partnership, amen. It's a partnership. Talk about um, they, they they may not always be right. You may not always be right, amen. Oh, so um, got You got to <laughs> we got to swallow our our pride at times, you know. And mm. and and um because I I I know how I used to be, amen? amen. I know how I used to be, and and like I said, you know, God has developed me over the years. I, I didn't get um, this way overnight, amen. I <laughs> now believe me i you know i made many 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 mistakes you know and continue to make mistakes but um now um god god directs me amen god directs my path amen um because i i i've um 
I put his word in my heart. Amen. Mm, Thy word, Lord, have I written upon the table of my heart that I may not sin against thee. What that means is knowing his word. Amen. And by knowing his word, amen, you, you're giving yourself direction. Amen. Because the word of God is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Amen. It brightens the way. Amen. If we listen to the word and we apply the word of God. Amen. But we got to apply it. You got to know it so that way you can apply it. Amen. And um, by by um, allowing your, your, your wife to to be um, hurt, you know, you hurting her by down talking her or things like that. You know, sometimes sometimes you might say something wrong. And I know I've said things wrong. And after I go like, man, why did I just say that? You know, and but it's, it's like that that preacher says, you get a rock and throw it into into um once you let go of that rock, you can't take it back because it's already in flight. Amen. Mm, come on. You can't take it back, you know. And I tell people, a lot of times people come to me, they go, Man, I feel so bad for the things, you know, and, and they're focusing on the things that they've done wrong. And I told them, Well, you know, you cannot change your past, but you could work on your future. Amen? amen. Amen. We can't change our past, amen. But um, God knows our past, he also knows our future, amen, because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, amen. And um, we just gotta continue to to keep on keeping on amen and and um by uh by just doing your best in your marriage amen honoring your wife like i said um i tell my wife i love her amen daily i purposely tell her daily amen i i um i think of ways where where i can make her happy yeah but um not so much to like i said like like uh in a way to where um it's gonna well yeah i just I want to make her happy, you know, because I know, like I said, if I make her smile, God's smiling too. Amen. 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 Like I said, if she's in the flesh, then, then <laughs> that's on her. That's on her. That's amen. on you, girl. Yeah. But, you know, we, we should still fight for them. Amen. Fight for them and not with them. You know. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, I like that one. I like that one. So we, 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 talk, I, I love how you said, you know, uh, you make her, you know, feel important. You make her feel involved. You, you 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 treat her in a way that honors the Lord, and I and I tell people all the time, you know, uh, I I know I have a beautiful wife. I know that she's above my pay grade, amen. And um, I tell people, you know, uh, why do you why as why do Christian men stay faithful to their wives? I said it's not the makeup, it's not the clothes, it's not the body, it's not how good the sex is, it's not it's because we have to answer to God first. Yeah, and yeah, I think amen. some of us have failed in that, you know, because we forget, oh, that's that's uh, that's God's girl. That's God's daughter. And mm-hmm. I remember God always God would show me like, you're messing with me, Dave. You you disrespect her. You disrespected me. And I'd be yeah. like, ah, but you don't know. That's the woman you gave me, Lord, you know. And um, like you said, just honoring her, loving on her, uh, speaking the word over her. Uh, telling her you love her, telling her uh, you, uh, you have only eyes for her and singing. I probably won't be doing any singing because she might leave me. <laughs> but that's uh, uh, that is um, that's pivotal, you know, in a man's life because, you know, uh, I remember going to a daddy daughter dance one time, and mm. all the daddies they were there. They were like 50, 60 years old. I probably was in my early 30s, maybe. I took my daughter to a daddy-daughter dance, and every girl that went up that was 40, 50, 60 years old, none of them talked about how much stuff the dad bought them. None of them talked about 
how much money their dad made, how big the house was, how many cars they bought. Every woman who went up there and every guy who went up there said, you know what I love about my dad? I love the way he treated my mom. And that blew mm. me away because I'm thinking she's going to say, thank you for always buying me the name brand clothes, dad. Thank you for always you know, paying for college. Thank you for buying me my first car. None of them. They were all, you know what, they, dad, I want to thank you because the, uh, we, we always admired how you treated mom. And I was like, dang. And these are not sage people. That, they weren't saved. Mm. They weren't Christian. So how much more for us, you know, that, that uh, we've been. Some of us don't deserve the wives we have. That's for sure. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So you so we, we want to go further into uh, some of the ingredients, you know, uh, on how are you able to be consistent and, and, and stay on course this long. Number one, you spoke about marriage and how you treat your wife. Uh, anything else you can share with us about some of those ingredients and some of those marks, some of those things, the staples in your life that guys like me, they've been in the ministry a little while and we want to, we, we want to do this for a while. We want to be around for a while for the ones who just got saved. What are some other things, some practical things that uh, you could share with us? Just uh, believe that God does love you. Amen. <laughs> believe that God does love you. Know that. Know, mm -hmm. know that God loves you. Amen. And and um, like you said, because I know that the closer I get to God, the more I feel inadequate. Amen. Mm -hmm. The closer I get to God, I know that I'm all tore up from the floor up, like you said, beat up <laughs> from the feet up, wrecked up from the neck up and Come jacked on. up from the all those things. Come on. You know, and um, I'm not worthy of God. I'm not worthy of a loving, gracious God, but that's why it's called grace. Ooh, but that's on. why I am grateful. Amen. And and like I said, I'll point to that again. Um, gratefulness. Being grateful. Amen. Being grateful. And um, and wanting to put a smile on God's face. Amen. 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 I want to put a smile on God's face, you know. And um, I remember before, like, like I said, I was a violent person, but now I'm a big old crybaby thinking, you know, when I think about <laughs> the goodness of God and you know I think about I see the little things you know like um he'll do he'll do like it'll blow me away sometimes you know when I was on that prison yard there was a guy that he had told me he was he was hey Jimmy let's go to chapel tomorrow this is part of the testimony he says um his name was Johnny he was from Crow Village and um he says hey night out let's go to a chapel tomorrow so I look at him and go for what I said are you scared or what <laughs> And he says, no, Charlie, because my dad's a pastor and I could tell he's praying for me. So but so he he was saying that he was sensing the experience and the conviction of God's spirit. And um, he knew that his dad was praying for him. So I went to church with him. I didn't tell him I was running from God. Right. But I'm saying that because God used that man. And I've been praying for that man for for all this time since I, I proled 1988. I got I uh, rededicated my life in prison in 86. So I've been praying for him since then. And even more so um, these last few years, I'm going like, man, is he even, is he still alive? Is he dead? And I even put it on Facebook. I don't know his last name. Um, I don't know if he had a nickname. I just knew he was Johnny from Crow Village. And um, some people would tell, told me, oh, I think it's this Johnny, because there was a couple of Johnnies. Um, then after, uh, but they, they would say, oh, I don't know if their dad was a pastor. So just last month or two months ago, I get a um, an inbox from, from a youngster saying, hey, you know, my my grandfather's name is Johnny, and he was from Crow Village. And his dad, uh, my grandpa, was a, a pastor. 
He goes, well, I'm gonna give you his number. So I, I call up the number he, he gives me. It was Johnny. <laughs> 35 years later, wow. you know, and, um, and uh, it was that Johnny, you know, and, and he was just tripping out too, you know, because I was sharing my testimony and, and God does things like that, you know, like, you know, um, because that guy was dear to me. He was special to me because God used him in a key point in my life, <clears throat> even though, um, you know, I, I pray for him. I go, that guy should be a pastor by now. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All them years. But God brought him back into my life. And he's done that with a number of people, you know, just because I wanted to, you know, he goes, he spoils, spoils us sometimes, you know, man. and um, sometimes I'll, I'll even say like, man, I've been wanting a roast beef sandwich. And next thing you know, I'm at Felipe's, you know, I don't know if you know where Felipe's is downtown no, 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 by no. Chinatown, um, but they're known for the roast beef sandwiches, world famous. No, no, and, you know um, what? Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Next thing you know, I'm 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 getting what I wanted. You know, he gives us the desires of our heart, even yes. little things. Like yeah, you know, and and it's like I didn't even tell anybody. Like, you know, wow, Lord, it's I, he he just he spoils us. You know, I, he loves I, I, us. I tell people all the time, dude. God is even. God is even into the little things. I'm telling you, like going to work yeah. and and forgetting my lunch. And someone saying, hey, bro, I got a half a sandwich. You want it? I'm just like, what? Or, or hey, uh, I got this uh, ex- uh, I got this sweater you need. I was like, dude, I've been wanting a blue sweater. Like, yeah. God is so into the little things. Like, people don't understand that God, he wants to be in every inch of our lives. Yeah. We choose to sometimes only invite him into the the trauma and the turmoil and the, the bad times and thank you jesus but god's like i want to be there i want to be there like when you wake up to you go to bed i want i i want to be there and like you're saying even a roast beef sandwich to one person is like and you're like no you don't understand i i, I was thinking about a roast beef sandwich and i didn't tell nobody and god made it happen that yeah. is that is the father we serve yeah that yeah. is the god we serve Amen. So as uh, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, too, is, um, you know, uh, music ministry to me is huge because not worship ministry, uh, rap, hip hop, uh, rock, oldies, soul, all the Christian genre within the Christian genre, all the. The, the different kinds of music that the ministry uses, the, the VOs, the New Harvests, the Calvary Chapels, the, the all these churches, they got all this talent. And we know that it's that music doesn't save anyone, but we do know is a hook. Yeah, definitely. And uh, we know that God uses oldies. God uses hip hop, rock, funk, whatever. Talk to us a little bit about how God has been using you in the area of ministry. Cause you're a minister, right? Before you're an artist. Yeah. Um, I tell people uh, there should be more ministers and less artists, but we used to say there should be more ministers and less rappers. But anyways, uh, <laughs> talk to us a little bit about how God, God uses you and how he's used you just maybe some experiences and how God's used you, uh, to minister in music, you know, because the world says that's not Christian. That's the devil. Even the church may say, ah, oh, these is the devil. It's 
that's cholo music that doesn't work but i know that i've been at the art blajos is blood in blood out i've seen uh god use different kind of genres talk to us a little bit about your ministry uh highlight the ministry let us know how they can get a hold of you um mm. maybe any new projects you're working on uh just kind of highlight uh your ministry and um what you do Man. for the lord so i i always um when i'm sharing with somebody especially pastors when they want to do events i tell them i go well you bump up the oldies right because people people will come for the oldies right they'll come for the the rap they'll come for the the music you know for the the chills and thrills to go but we just use that as a bait amen and by using that as a bait, the people will come, but the Holy Spirit is going to be the hook because there's a message. If you really listen to the lyrics in the songs that um, I rewrite, um, the songs that I sing, uh, they're honoring God. And I know that, um, like me, myself, I'm not, a, I don't like really country music. So, <laughs> you know, a lot of the worship songs are like country, you know, and, and um, uh I can listen to it, you know, and because it has a message in it, you know, but that's not going to be like my first choice. And I'm not always listening to to oldies or whatever, to the Christian oldies, but, um, you know, contemporary music, things like that. Um, I'm not a big rap fan, but uh, uh, there, when it has a powerful message, I'm like, wow, that's that's awesome. That's bad. You know, there's certain artists that I, I know, like MC Boulevard, um, you know, different people that I know. That I, I love their music. Um, MC Boulevard's a, a, um, a really close friend of mine, uh, a brother in the Lord that God used, you know, to um, to open up many doors for me. Um, I know that that God uses this music because people have told me, you know, I, I was playing, I was playing your CD at a barbecue, a family barbecue, and and people are like, they're they're they start dancing, and all of a sudden they go, wait a minute, that's not the that's not the way it goes. <laughs> And they find out, you know what, it's Christian music. And then they, they use this as an opportunity, as a tool to evangelize their family, you know, to witness, you know, and, and tell them, well, see, you know, um, God can change. God can change the, the music to honor him. Amen. So just like I believe that God speaks English, he speaks Spanish, he speaks Cholo, <laughs> he speaks Russian, you know, he speaks every language. He understands every language and can communicate in it. Um, we can communicate our praise in the genre, you know, the style of music, you know, if, if it's honoring God, you know. And I know that um, even um, I, it was a trip because um, we've heard, you know, sometimes people have brought out um, that thing about bas backward masking. Are you familiar with backward masking? No, no. no. Where they they get a song and they play it backwards. Okay, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that oh, that's what it's called. Okay, yeah. And one of like um, stairway to heaven. They said it says stairway to hell. Um, wow. you know, like Led Zeppelin. A lot of those songs, those rock songs, um, play backwards. It it says stuff about Satan, things like that. So it kind of scared me. I'm going like, I wonder what what would happen if I played one of my songs backwards. Yikes! So I <laughs> I, I played sincerely backwards, bro. You know what it said? Jesus is Lord. I was, whoa! He said, Jesus is Lord, bro. I was like, what? I talk about God being a detailed God, bro. Come on. Back as Jesus is Lord. So 
the message of, of, of music, amen, is powerful because of course you know that the, the devil the devil was the angel of light and he was he was um, the worship leader in heaven, you know, and uh, uh, Lucifer. So he uses music a lot in the world, amen, because as you can tell, like even even you can put on a song and it'll take you back to yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. times and next thing you know you're crying. Yeah. And a lot of people say that oldies make them cry. Well, then don't listen to them, you know. Yeah, listen yeah. to something else. It's it's cool. They make me you sad know? too, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> this different songs, you know. Yeah, yeah. But then then I, I can change them, amen. amen I can amen, change amen. them. Um, yeah, God God's opened up so many doors and so many people I can literally say have um I could say I witnessed tens of thousands of people that have accepted the Lord by coming to these events. Amen. People have said, you know what? Yes, Lord. And, and um, people had, had said, you know, what? I, um, I listen to your music, you know, and, and, and it inspires me, things like that, you know, and um, because I, I know I don't want the music to take them back to where they used to be, you know, even though I, I tell pastors that, and the first thing they do when they get the mic after the, I finish singing, they go, Whoa, that took me back. Didn't I just tell you? <laughs> I guess you weren't listening. But uh, come on. But yeah, but um, it's a trip because God, God will use whatever He wants to use. Amen. If amen. He can uh, put money in a fish's mouth, if He can make a donkey talk, amen. He can make a turtle sing. Amen. Ooh, come on. <laughs> he can make a rapper rap. Amen. amen. Um, and and I, I I know that even like one of my my nephews, um. He's the worship leader for his church, but he didn't have a good voice, you know? And I remember him telling me, you know, Theo, I want to sing one day like you. And I was, I was, I didn't want to be the one to tell him that he didn't have a very good voice. <laughs> You're like, sorry, <laughs> you didn't. But now, but, but that was, that was me. Right. Yeah. yeah but yeah. God it different. Now he's the worship leader for his church, bro. Wow. So there's nothing that we can do. Nothing we can say. If God ha if God is in it, <laughs> yeah. If there's if a, God is, if amen. There's, if there's fruit, then keep doing it, amen. Yeah, yeah. Amen. So we've been going for a little over an hour, and and it's been awesome. You've shared your testimony. You you shared stuff on your from your grandkids to your marriage to honoring the Lord to ministry to uh, intercessor warrior. It seems like you do it all. Amen. As 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 we uh, as us Pentecostals try to close ten times, Amen. <laughs> you ever heard a Pentecostal preacher say in closing? Um, yeah, coming in for landing. Yeah, coming in for landing. Uh, talk to us a little bit about um, maybe uh, what do you see yourself uh, when in the ministry? Do you have any new projects coming out? Uh, where um, uh, any new songs you're writing? Any encouragement you could give to those that inspire? Amen. To do what you do. First of all, said, um, go ahead. Um, one of the points you, um, that I said I wanted to talk about was seizing the opportunity. Yes, yes, um, yes. I I almost missed that opportunity, you know, by something like I said, Felipe, Chaplain Felipe pulled it out of me, um, and it was something that God wanted, but nothing that I saw. Mm. I didn't see, but somebody else seen it in me. Amen. So if your pastors are telling you something, you know, like hey, get involved and do this and um, it could be that very well that it's God speaking through them, Amen. you know, because God, 
God uses our leaders. Amen. Amen. I'm not saying that our leaders are always right, but, you know, allow God to, to work through our leaders. Amen. To lead us and help us and guide us. Um, but, um, through the, the uh, like, like we said about the, the ministry of the music, um, God's touched many lives and, and, um, I didn't want to make that CD. And I was a, the master procrastinator after that, because I, I, I recorded my first CD 15 years ago. And then MC Boulevard asked me to sing the song on, on, um, one of the, the projects that they were doing, Holy Rolas volume two. So I, I did a song that he wrote called What Can I Do by Donnie Elbert. It was um, also a doo-wop from the 50s. What can I do, 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 do? What can I do? What can I do? So that song's on the Holy Rola CD, um, track seven. But um, Pastor Sal's on there. MC oh. Boulevard's on there. Uh, Martin Cantu, the... Um, uh, former lead singer from Malo, um, uh, that uh, lead singer from Average White Band's on there, um, and a powerful man of God, which is Sal Rodriguez, who God allowed me to, to um, um, have in my life. Amen. Um, we call each other often, spend talking on the phone for hours just about the Lord and what he's doing. He's a man of God. Um, some of you guys might know him. You guys know the band War? Don't let no one know one. Or why can't we be friends? Come on, come <laughs> on. Kid was a friend. Well, he's a, he's the drummer from War. Amen. amen, amen. Um, but he's the one that produced uh, the CD Holy Rolas Volume Two, and um, we're working on on other songs right now. I actually recorded um, a promo of what going to be a couple of songs that are going to be on the next CD that I'm going to be doing with um, with uh, the help of um, Brother Sal Rodriguez. Hmm. And um, um, it's called Giving It to the Lord. You guys know the, the song by the Midnighters, Giving Up on Love. Well, this one's Giving It to the Lord. I know that, um, let me see, you might hear the, the background. All right, all right. Are we getting a sneak peek? We getting a little sneak peek here? Yep, amen. <laughs> um, anointing's not in the hat, but it makes me look good, amen. <laughs> <laughs> the anointing makes us all look cute. That's why we got per that's why I got my wife. It was the anointing. Can you hear the music? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is not the first time it's happened. Before, oh, the Lord that I love, He called my name once more. So I've had it, forget it. I don't want it. Lord, you've got it. And I'm giving it to the Lord. He gave it all up for me. Yeah. You heard it here first. Exclusive. How much can you give? Come on. The world has nothing in return. No. 
before you see and learn so i've had it forget it i don't want it you've got it lord and i'm giving it to the lord he gave it all up for me yeah. amen amen so it's not the whole song but part of it but that's one of the songs and i, I entitled the the new cd giving it to the lord amen um uh, another sister from a different ministry actually wrote that song and called me up and says uh, god wanted uh you to sing this brother jimmy so i sang it you know and i recorded it um um and it's all to the glory of god because i gave it to the lord because i know i'm nothing without him amen Ooh, come on I, come on without him and the other song that um that I did with uh, Boulevard's not going to be on this CD because um, it belongs to Boulevard, amen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I, yeah. I sang it, you know. Um, it's what can I do? I know I can't do anything without the Lord, amen. So uh, other than that, you know, I, I do have that promo CD out. Um, I just uh, put it out just last week, amen? amen. Not too many people know about it. I, I walked into my church, Vicarage Chino, and um, some of the the guys they rushed me, and I, I felt like I was a uh, the you know the connection, bro. <laughs> you got a new one. You got a new one. Slanging, and, uh, slanging MP3s. Somebody, within seconds, bro, they're like they're just like rushing me. You know. Amen. So um, I have the uh the, the demo CDs. Uh, there's four songs on it. There's that one given to the Lord, and there's a few more songs. But um, uh, there's gonna be more songs on on the 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 official CD. But this is a promo. It's just a demo of of what's coming what's coming up. And people have been asking me for for like 15 years since i recorded the last one yeah. when am i going to do another one so i finally did you know this is a little bit of a taste like you said yeah. and um i saw that one for seven dollars if you um i take zelle cash app Come on. then all those good you know all those good things you know and um i still take checks amen Ooh, but i can't take on. new york because they don't cash them for some reason <laughs> yeah. um but where can they get that uh promo city uh any websites uh anything yeah um just contact me you know my, my my phone number i can give it out um you can text me um okay. and also that's that's the code on uh, you know my phone number is the code to any one of those those apps whether it's zelle okay whether it, it, it's a, a cash app or venmo it's it got a pen i'll give you three two one here it goes <laughs> go six two six five eight six zero three zero three again that's six two six five eight six zero three zero three so um if you have those apps you can uh uh it'll be a total of ten dollars and um i'll get it into the mail amen so um i'm gonna go ahead and sign it send it to you and um just be sure that you also text me your address so that way i can know where to send it amen so and if you want to bless somebody don't burn it amen <laughs> don't no, no bootlegging somebody else amen <laughs> and um bless somebody amen so uh, like i said you know um the oldies will capture capture their attention but the holy spirit is what's uh, going to be the hook amen he's gonna he's gonna um, capture their heart so um but it's all to the the glory of god again I, i'm jimmy sincerely duran um you might see my real name, my government name, but don't tell nobody. It's Albert James Duran. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
That's I'm one child, of my, that, my, my ads, but that's for child support purposes. <laughs> no, I paid that off a long time ago. Oh, oh amen. <laughs> I always tell everybody, they're like, what's your name? I'm like, you from child support? No. Okay. <laughs> um, right. When can we expect the the the, the full project, the, the entire project to drop? Uh, I know you got the demo, but what can we expect? It, it'll be a while because um, I know that um, Sal's busy. You know, he, he's they're out doing a lot of concerts again. War, you know, war gets plays all around the world. You know, mm, okay. um, and um, I know they they do a lot of shows and they do a tremendous show. You know, yeah, they're they're awesome and amazing and um, but um. So I have to go into the studio with Sal and we're going to sit down and it, it just doesn't happen overnight. So yeah, yeah, uh, it might, sure. might be another year or so, you know, mm, but, um, but we can get the you know demo that, for now. Yeah. Amen. Just, a bit demo, just a taste. Amen. Know? So when we, uh, we actually drop this interview, people can get your, uh, your interview, uh, your, your information and, uh, for, uh, so they can contact you to book. So if anybody would like to book you or, uh, Maybe you can give a shout out to all your social media with a, how they can contact you through social media um, to book you for churches, for outreaches, for men's groups, for marriages. Um, where do they, uh, how do they get into contact with you, brother Jimmy? Um, that same phone number, 626-586-0303. Um, I don't really answer, answer calls, but um, if you text me, amen, make sure, um, or if I don't answer, uh, leave me a voicemail. And I'll give you a call back. Amen. Amen. But um, because uh, the spam spam is crazy. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are like, huh? It's speaking in Chinese, bro. I don't, I'm not kidding. I get those things every day almost. Wow. You know? And yeah. They can, um, they can hit Same you up on Instagram, money. correct? Instagram as well? Yeah. Instagram, Jimmy Sincerely, uh, Duran. Also, uh, Facebook. Um, my my Gmail is jimmysincerely at gmail.com. Um, you can, um, please, uh, check out my YouTube and my TikTok. you know, um, um, help me out with that. I'm trying to get to the thousand. I just barely started. So, amen. you know, I'm just a kid. <laughs> <laughs> amen. Yeah. Amen. So as we come to a landing again, um, amen. uh, I always like to do this with the guests as we, uh, as we call it, uh, as we land, uh, any final thoughts, anything on your heart, uh, I always tell everybody, you know, uh, if you had your uh, the last message, your last song, your last hurrah, what would your message be, and who would it be to? Be to everybody, really. Just you know, like I said, get right with the Lord. You know, just like even right now, right now, because I tell people, like even in the streets, sometimes I tell them, you know, and. I don't tell everybody this, but when God, the Holy Spirit prompts me, I'll tell them this. I'll, sometimes I'll, I'll be straight out with them and I'll tell them, you know, I go, if you were to die tonight, God forbid, if you were to die tonight, where would you go? And if your answer is, I don't know, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I come before you. Just repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I come before you. I ask you to come into my heart. And to forgive me for all my sins. Help me to change my life. To please you. To please you Lord. Make yourself real to me. And I will follow you. In Jesus precious name. Amen. Amen. That's 
the main thing is just having a relationship with God. Mm, Have a relationship with God. Amen. That answers everything because you said, how do I become, um, you know, a good husband? Having a relationship with God. Mm. How do I um, have that longevity? Having a relationship with God. How do I be a, 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 a good worker at my job? Having a relationship with God. Everything. If your line, if, if your if your life aligns to the the will of God, you know, being well pleasing in God's sight, you'll have favor on your life. Mm, come on, you'll have come favor on. on your life, and God will bless you, even as you give, as you learn how to give. God will give you pressed down, shaking together, and running over, and that doesn't only mean money. Come on, that means that means favor in your marriage. Your family members will get saved. Your your uh, your 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 coworkers will get saved, amen. Come on. And God open up opportunities, but don't be scared when God opens up that door. Go through, amen. To glorify Him, and He'll be there for you. I promise you that. Amen. 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 Well, well, we, I just want to again thank you, my brother, for coming on, for sharing your life, sharing your heart, sharing your testimony, and again, thank you for uh, partnering with my wife to pray for me. When um, I was, uh, you know, I tell people, you know, like God puts people in your life and, uh, you know, uh, for seasons, uh, you do life with people and everybody has a purpose. And your purpose uh, in our lives, me and my wife, was for you guys to pray for us. And believe me, it's taken a while, but I'm starting to listen. <laughs> but I just want to uh, say I love you, brother. I appreciate you. I pray the Lord continue to bless your wife, you, your Amen. ministry. Um, go ahead and um, give a shout out uh, from to those who want to uh, maybe they're living in your area. They want to join you at church. Uh, what church do you go to where uh, some of the uh, service times uh, there at your church? And then um, we'll call it a night. Yeah, I, I go. I attend the uh, the Victor Outreach in the city of Chino. Um, I don't know the address offhand, but it's on Central mm -hmm. and Victory Way. Um our Sunday services at 10 o'clock. We used to have 9 and 11, but right now we're having 10 o'clock. Um, this last Sunday we went and it was like packed, you know, it was like a blessing because it. Um, a lot of people are still scared, you know, it's understandable, yeah. Yeah. you know, but this last Sunday was, it was bumper to bumper, amen, <laughs> which was awesome, you know. Um, they also have uh, services, uh, Fire and Power on, on a Wednesday. They have a Friday night service and um they have youth services. Uh, if you look up uh, vochino.com, again, that's V-O, as in Victory Outreach, chino.com, um, you can get the information there. You can even also uh, give to the ministry if, if uh, you're, you feel led to. Amen. And um, again, with, with, with me, um, you can contact me just directly. Amen. Insta uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, my email, my phone number, you know, uh, text me. But um, I love you guys, Gina. Don't give up on your man, amen. <laughs> Brother, don't give up on your wife, you know. Amen, uh, continue amen. to be Lord and, and prosper, amen. 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 Don't you. forget to uh to go on Brother Jimmy's TikTok. He's a TikToker too. Yeah. Amen. amen. I'm hey, <laughs> <laughs> you do those weird TikToks and I like doing the I like doing the voiceovers. Oh, oh dude. but yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, but amen again. And thank you for coming on. Thank you for sharing your, uh, your life with us, your heart with us. 
Amen. And so next time, man, thank you. God bless you. Salute. Boy, I, you had asked about um, churches. I forgot to tell you. Oh, yeah, go um, ahead. The church wants to contact me too, or or if you want to tell your pastor, if you want to have like an old concert. Um, I have I have years of contacts, you know, as far as like other people, you know, um, uh, me and um, MC Boulevard's not doing ministry right now. You know, he's doing family ministry. Um, he's he's serving God. You know, he's a man of God, but he, um, he's not doing any events. Um, he hasn't ministered in like two years already since during COVID. Um, but um, he's just focusing on his family right now, so which is awesome. And um, there, there's a lot of other people out there. You know, um, you guys might know uh, the Gato Brothers, which is uh, Pastor Gilbert. Yes, uh, old school, so, old school. Dang. He, he's actually the the forerunner. He's the very first. Him and Junior were the first uh, Christian oldies group that will go out. Remember those guys? Remember those guys? They, got, they, they, they laid the path for us you know they were the pioneers you know him and them and willie g and um willie g yeah willie g a lot of other people and then there's a lot of christian rappers you know um that i can recommend you know mm -hmm. i can i can uh, put my my heart out for them amen there's some that i won't but <laughs> <laughs> not all of them huh amen amen, no. amen just go ahead and contact me if i have an open date you know i'm i'm there you know, amen. You know me, but me and my wife amen it's me and my wife. So sometimes people say, well, we're going to have to fly you out over here to like Arizona or something. It's going to be me and my wife or, you know, I don't go. So Ooh, come on. Yeah. Amen. So God bless you. I love you, brother. Amen. Tell Gina, send our love and we appreciate you both. Amen. God bless you, my brother. Amen. Amen. Bless you. Amen. What an amazing time in the Lord. My brother, Jimmy, sincerely Duran. Just sharing his life with us, sharing the goodness of God, how God saved him, how God changed him, how God put a new song in his heart, literally a new song, gave him a ministry that he uses, God uses to uh, minister to other people that are lost. He talked about the importance of intercessors, uh, praying for the lost, praying for teaming with uh, believers and believing God for salvations and breakthroughs, talked about raising children grandkids, wifey, how to honor your wife, talked about a lot of things. And and I love what he said. He says uh, that he loves, he has to, uh, he honors the Lord as he honors his wife. And, and that's something that we can learn. Um, yeah, if you guys want to get in contact with him, uh, his information will be in the description. Uh, you can get him on Facebook, you can get him on Instagram, TikTok, Gmail. All his information will be at the bottom. So, uh, like we always say at the AV Podcasts, we telling stories, we giving God glory. Amen. And remember, and everything you do, give the Lord glory. Amen. God bless you and have a wonderful day.